Well, it's that time again, except we're recording at a much different time and we're doing a much shorter show because for those who do follow and hang on our every word, back in January of this year, we talked about how we wanted to do a more regular uh, recording schedule. Of course, that stuff never happened. And I want to thank Gary Hawken for having pointed that out on Twitter and also in his latest, those, what does he do, Ed? Is it like a weekly status of PHP emails he does instead of actually doing PHP Storm evangelism? I yeah, he sent he sent some emails, so he was picking on us again. Anyway, yep. mm-hmm. whatever, Gary. Thanks for not sponsoring. I think we um, did pretty good with that. It was just it's just kind of dropped off just this month, and I think it's really because I've been traveling like a motherfucker, and you've been getting ready for True North PHP. So I mean, it's I think you know up through September we were still on schedule. Yeah, we were doing pretty good. Just uh, uh, getting things lined up sometimes to make sure that both you and I are, are um, at home at the same time um, has proven to be shockingly, uh, proven to be more difficult than I thought it would be. But hey, if wishes were fishes, the sea would be full. So anyway, welcome to episode wishes 84. Of the, yeah, that's something I say to my kids all the time. And it has about the same impact on on them as it has on you. Uh, episode 84 yep. of the of the Development Hell podcast, your favorite comedy podcast about technology but you're a sad clown today aren't you well for a variety of reasons uh some of it is (coughs) excuse me um just say some of it is the jays jays having me lost some of it is just uh other stuff i'm forbidden um to discuss while it's being recorded um you're the only one forbidding it no, believe me, I'm not. And okay. Um, okay. Uh, Claire, anyway. Um, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this is for your own good, son. This is, yeah. You know, in fact, I just had uh, Ed's cat telling me, you know, you got to tell that Canadian just to chill the fuck out with his failures. Yes. Uh, you know, mental health is all about attitude. Yeah, I was just, for those who want to know what the hell I was talking about, I was just whining to Ed before I recorded about a, about a whole bunch of things. Some of them which may or, or may not... Um, be true it's before we get into the show it's for me i've always had a problem with feeling like i have good feedback loops in place for the things that i do because anytime you're doing something you always want to know right whether you're you know you're doing whether what you're doing is good right Mm -hmm. and uh you know and as a you know i have the unfortunate habit of of picking hobbies where um uh, where it's very easy to fall into a um, results-oriented uh, pattern in terms of like looking at what you're doing, and programming is can be that way sometimes too, right? Um, that it becomes result-driven, sure. result-driven when really what you should be doing is oftentimes looking at um, uh, the process, right? You should be looking mm-hmm. at are you are you doing things correctly process-wise, or like uh, you know we talk about work stuff. Are you applying things correctly? Are you understanding the tasks in front of you? Do you know the things that you need to do? And this isn't about work because work is is going good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, work is going quite good. I'm I'm learning a ton of stuff about things I never thought I would learn about, which I consider a bonus. Yeah. Um, but but you know I look at my hobbies. I have the big magic thing coming up um, in two weeks. I'll be down in Columbus, which reminds me. Ed, are you going to make it to, make it to Columbus that I weekend? Because I, I am. Oh. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you'll have to text me when you get close because I can let you know where I am and um, we can hang out and have dinner or something. Yeah, I'm going to be able to hang out. Uh, so Sweet. that'll be cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe maybe I, I can even drag you into the uh, into the hall where stuff are. And so you can see uh, you can see what this magic thing is all about. You can see what it's like when there's people with uh, when there's literally 
uh, millions of dollars worth of uh, cardboard um, in one place. I guess I should book hotel a hotel room. Yeah, you might want to do that. Uh, Sadly, I don't have a space for you in my hotel room. There's already three other people staying in it. So yeah, I don't want to stay with you anyway. Wow, that's that's okay. Anyway, you just keep talking while I book this hotel. Yeah, he's gonna book the hotel there. Uh, So you know, it's very easy to get results driven. When in fact you should be looking at the process. And one of the things I was talking to Ed was, and I don't know, I don't know, Ed, if I should share this. Oh, what the hell? Nobody's no, listening. No, you should not. Uh, uh, about conference stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I have the, I have the last ever True North. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get into that later. Word. Little, 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 little teaser about it. Cause I think it's better when we actually talk about that. But so we're going to try to do a short, quick show um, today. Um, so we have, uh, Three things we wanted to go over, but first, let uh, Ed, you want to talk quickly about the sponsors? Yeah, we got a you know a couple sponsors here uh, who are getting half of a sponsorship because of half an episode. You got your Wonder Network, who of course gives us uh, bandwidth uh, that we're not using right now for live broadcasting. They're our global networking solution provider, and right now they got a bunch of uh, dots across the map. You got your Africa, you got your South America, you got your uh, El Salvador, uh, you got your Greenland. No, actually, Greenland is not one of those. So I don't know. They got places all over. And they'll like uh, take a picture. They'll ping you from different places. uh, Find out if, hey, is that thing up? And uh, you get your proxy that's like you see uh, what your website looks like uh, in Russia. Defaced and pirated. Distributing malware. That's what it looks like. Anyway, so uh, that's Wonder Network. They're doing good stuff. You got your uh, Paul, Will Rogers, uh, Gemma, and I think there's somebody else. I don't know. Whatever. Then there's a grumpy... Bummed out about himself learning. Please buy a book so that in this results oriented culture of his, he feels vindicated. <laughs> Grumpy dash learning.com. Oh, and grumpylearning.com uh, should redirect now too. Oh, you finally figured that out. Let's think, test it right I, now. I think, yeah, that's right. Test it right now, buddy. I'm pretty sure I said right. invalid certificate. Oh yeah. I know why it's doing that. But anyway, at least it's redirecting. Weak okay. sauce. Well, okay. well, it, it, it it's set up as a separate domain that's serving the same thing. It's really pretty embarrassing, I think, for a number of reasons. Um, so probably time to call it a day. Maybe you should call, hire some ops folks. But if you want to learn about testing, that's the place to do it. You learn about uh, getting viable tests that are minimum. And uh, you got that little book of hack that was in. I bought that as part of that $25 deal from Nomad PHP, uh, that group of books. And uh, you got your building testable applications and your cookbook for PHP unit. All sorts of good stuff in here. Chris, he's an expert and he'll feel better about himself if you buy that book. So please, won't you, sir? Thank you. (coughs) We're done. All right, so our two usual sponsors. Uh, thanks very much, as always, to uh, Mr. Reinheimer and the crew over there. Uh, and uh, Paul sponsored um, True North PHP, so I'm very, very um, thankful um, that he's done that because uh, speaker dinners are cheap. Hey, Chris, right, where's so- that Where's that thing you're going to in Columbus? Oh, uh, it is right downtown, the Columbus 
I think it's the Columbus Convention Center, but it's uh, oh, yeah. hold on. I will find out while I keep talking. Uh, so, yeah, so we have um, three things we want to talk about today. So the first thing we want to talk about uh, is uh, Ed went and spoke at, let me flip this other thing up, at the Dev Space Conf that was down in Huntsville. Because I'm not looking at the site. Because you got to hang out with uh, a yeah. friend of the show, Brian L. Moon, right? So Yes, Huntsville? friend of the show, Brian the show, L. Moon. Brian Moon. Yes, who, I tricked, who I tricked into testing, which is one of my greater, probably one of my best accomplishments as a programmer. Uh, right. We're going to talk about uh, uh, OSMI books that uh, Ed and the crew have put together. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, True North, the final True North PHP and a couple other things about my thoughts on on conferences. Um, you know, uh, we'll see how long we go. I don't want to talk about that stuff too long. But, no, but yeah, uh, so Ed, you, went, you got awesome. invited to give your usual uh, I am crazy and so can you talk. I um, did. Followed by followed by a bazillion retweets confirming the awesome job you continue to do, um, sharing your own experiences with uh, mental health issues and encouraging others to speak up and you know to make them understand other people are going through the same sort of things and there's help and, and other resources available. So tell us a bit about the about DevSpace Conf. Yeah, so it's in Huntsville, Alabama, which is a place I've never been. If you don't know, Huntsville is where lots of space stuff is done. The space camp is there, made famous uh, when several children were placed upon a rocket and accidentally shot into space by a robot in the documentary named Space Camp. And so they got they do a bunch of rocket stuff there, military stuff. There's a lot of government contract work around there. So lots of lots of stuff like that. Um, lots of companies that do different kinds of things. Some of it classified some of it not so it was interesting it was interesting being there uh it was uh a cool town i liked it i enjoyed meeting everybody who was there some of those people i knew some of them i didn't but everybody was pretty dope it was good stuff um and it was interesting seeing uh a a conference in a second year kind of starting to feel its feel its power its strength and its majesty uh, it was, uh, it was good times for everybody. Uh, yeah. So yeah, went, uh, played a, an arcade that is owned by a guy, an arcade slash bar restaurant that's owned by a guy who I think either used to, or still is one of the people at deal news, uh, where our friend Brian L moon is CTO or whatever they call him. And, uh, yeah, it was good times. I spent a lot of time with Brian. Brian's doing real well. And, uh, it was good. It was a lot of fun. And uh, there was a, the bar at the, at the hotel put my tab down as snake Pliskin because I was wearing a snake Pliskin t-shirt. Very nice. Yeah. That was exciting. So yeah, that was good times. That was good times. Uh, yeah. So I enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. It was good stuff. Did you uh, did you actually stick around for some of the other talks, or did you just go hole up in your hotel room like you normally do? No, I went to a lot of the talks. Um, th- it was the earliest start time for a conference I've had in many years. It was eight a.m. Damn! But, I, oh man, that's pretty early for techie types. It was, uh, and so my I did a keynote to kick it off, and uh, it was cool. I got to talk to everybody, and that was neat. 
but it was early. I had to be, I was there at a little before eight in the morning and it was sleepy time for me, but you know, I could handle it, but, uh, that was good stuff. You know, it was a good time for everybody and I liked it a lot. It was cool. I'd like to have an excuse to go back there again. That was, that was fun. So yeah, I dug it. Good stuff. Excellent. So did you drive or fly? How'd you get down? Now there? I flew. It's it would be like a six and a half or seven hour drive, which is kind of too much for that. Um, but yeah, uh, I uh, found that to be a, a better uh, solution. And I think I think most are, I think it's a they don't charge much. It's only ninety nine dollars for a ticket. Well, I think that's a it, good price. Yeah, I think my hotel my hotel was covered. I think maybe I got some for travel. I can't remember. Maybe I didn't. But it was totally fine. I came out of the OSMI budget and uh that was all good. So we're all in uh we're in good shape with that. That uh that all worked out pretty well. And the flying wasn't too bad. You can't get a direct flight because it's not a big airport and but uh flew to Atlanta and then then to Huntsville. So yeah, it was good stuff. I, I I thought it was cool. It was a one of the things I really liked about it was that they had a uh, leadership slash career slash um, burnout slash I guess soft skills talk in every one of their time slots, and they ran five tracks, which is quite a fit, quite a bit, and uh, quite a few, and. But for a technical conference, uh, I liked that they really took that seriously as part of people's uh, part of people's the important important part of people's careers and and self growth and stuff like that. So yeah, one time I had self growth. <laughs> Sweet. No, it sounds like a cool event, and uh, you know some of the stuff you're tweeting about looked kind of interesting. Yeah, um, sounds like a sounds like a cool spot to go to. I've never been down uh, in that area. Um, either so, one of these days you never know. You never one know. One of these days, if we ever, one of these days, if we ever take our show on the road, it could be kind of interesting. But I would need to black out enough time to make that happen. Oh, black just saying, so yeah, just get blackout drunk every time we talk about stuff. So, oh, so um, just to let you know, yes, that thing, that thing is at the Greater Columbus Convention Center. Ah, I see. And I'm staying at the Crown Plaza, which is right next to it. Yeah, uh, that is the one I was about to book. So yeah, yep. free Wi-Fi. Yep, that's that's how they roll in the Midwest. So I'll be driving down. That's like about a six-hour drive for me. So it's not that bad after because again, after driving from New York City to uh, to Detroit, it's like that when I flew to Australia. Yeah, anything not anything not that long travel-wise seems like nothing anymore. So it's pretty good. So basically, it's no time for you. Well, it's just not that it's no time. It's just like I'm not going to look at it and go, oh, my God, it's six hours. I'm like, oh, six hours. No, no worries. You can do everything. Almost. I can do everything except what I want. That's kind of how life works. Well, you know, yeah. All right. So Dev Space Conf, that is out of the way. Good job. Well, we'll I again, did good. Yeah, no, you did. No, you got lots and lots of uh, lots and lots of good feedback on your talk. And um, again, like it's I, I think uh, I, I don't think it's hyperbole when I say you're, you've had a very big impact on this and getting lots and lots of people actually thinking about this. I'm starting to see uh, in my Twitter feed um, other people and other organizations um, 
stepping up and talking about uh, mental health issues for mm-hmm. uh, te- technical types. So that's good because it's really one of these things where people can suffer in silence for a very, very long time without understanding um, what's, uh, you know, what's causing them to feel that way and, uh, and that there's uh, people out there who are uh, ready and willing to help them mm-hmm. with, whatever the, with whatever their particular problem might be. Word. Yeah, I, right. I think people yep. are talking about it, so it's so it's good stuff. I that would, would have been a good time to stop, but I felt I had to throw in more stuff that now has made it awkward. Yeah, just don't just don't hurt yourself like I've done a few times, patting yourself on the back. You know, yeah. watch that chicken wing. Mm-hmm. You gotta hurt yourself. That, don't want to tear that rotator cuff, patting yourself on the back. All right. So the next uh, interesting thing, what, next thing I saw. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm happy that uh, you guys. Uh, I'm sorry, guys is the wrong word. That you folks over at OSMI. Got your nonprofit status all taken care of. So now you are free to loot the OSMI treasury as you see fit under That's the right. guise of personal expenses. I tell you, it's a, it's a happy day. I hope you apply a lot of the, uh, uh, a lot of the stuff I've been telling you about when we don't record. You can do some of that stuff with your own corporation. Oh, you? definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's not how I'm doing it, unfortunately. Uh, don't really have that much money in the account right now. I uh, spent most of it already. Um you know, getting trashed. So, you know, that's a thing. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, that that is really cool uh, that we were able to get that nonprofit. So it's very good. Thank you to uh, Joe Ferguson for being the driving force to make sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Ed, Ed didn't. Uh, Ed didn't panic in the middle of it uh, and, and, and shut it all down. Cause it is kind of intimidating to, to do something like that outside of people's comfort zones and uh, something, you know, get nervous and anxious about it. Yes, uh, without Joe, uh, wouldn't have happened. Just period, wouldn't have happened. So there you go, Joe. There you go, Joe. Fuck you, Joe Ferguson. Go All right, let's uh, move Joe. on to the next topic. Uh, next topic. I feel like the guy on that show. Uh, next topic. Oh, Os- the Osme books. Good, I- good idea or bad idea? Pat Buchanan. Oh yeah, on the McLaughlin group. Wrong. Books are a terrible idea. Nobody reads. Next question. <laughs> no. So on yep. on uh, on Twitter, I saw that you were promoting that uh, you have a bunch of uh, uh, books that are not picture books um, to share with people uh, interested. So tell us. Uh, I mean, because I know very little about it because you know how little I care about your cause. So uh, tell me a bit about these books. Uh, what they're for, who they're targeted at, how do you get them, how do you get a refund if you don't like them, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was reading about a pizza. Uh, so, yeah, we put these books out, which are, you know, it's the stuff that was on the website, but now they're, it's an ebook format, so you can download it to your Kindle or things like that. Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe you could get them printed, too. We're, that's one of the, I mean, the next thing is you, we want to do printed stuff if you want to get that. But yeah, um, you can get them for free, and a bunch of uh, slothful people have downloaded it. Like downloaded our, we have these three books that are all short handbooks. Uh, two of them are about America, the Americans with Disability Act law, applying that to mental health in the workplace. And one of those is for employers, and one of those is for employees. And then we have another one about mental health in the tech workplace and, you know, for creating a supportive environment for mental wellness. And so those are the three books that are there. And the ebooks are all done through Lean Pub, which you're quite familiar with, Chris. Um, we've had uh, computer school. 
they are free if you don't want to pay for them. But if you do want to pay for them and give us some money, which would help us, uh, the suggested price is nine ninety nine a piece, and but it's a sliding scale, so you can pay more than that too. You can pay nineteen ninety nine a piece, or you can pay zero. And let's go take a look at the uh, magic machine and see how many people have downloaded it for free. Let's see. Now we're looking at mental health and tech guidelines for employees, and. They're going to click the cog and let's see here, 25 readers and two paid. So a bunch of cheap bastards there. Let's see. Let's go down to the next one. Mental health and tech guidelines for executives and HR professionals. All right. 12 readers. One has paid. All right. Cheapskates, as we know. And then mental health in tech guidelines for mental wellness in the workplace. 15 readers. Two paid. So anyway, that makes me want to die. But two people have paid for it. So that's great. But, you know, we weren't making any money off of it before. So that's fine. That's more money than we had. Uh, And we, you know, it's all Creative Commons licensed. Um, with a just attribution and you share alike uh, licensing for it, so you can uh, you know do as you wish with the materials under that license. And but we do appreciate if you purchase because that's effectively a donation then to us to say, hey, that was a good idea. Please keep doing this stuff, and that would be helpful. So that's what's up. Uh, with that, and if you go to osmihelp.org, O-S-M-I help, H-E-L-P dot org, uh, the books are right there on the front page, and you can check them out. So they're also under the resources section. So go buy them now, please. Thank you. Yes, that's right. Great resource, but like, great resource. But come on, people, don't be so cheap. Donate some money. It's a really good cause, and especially now, if you want to donate stuff, as Ed pointed out on Twitter either yesterday or earlier today, as we record this, since they're a nonprofit, your contributions are tax deductible. They are. Uh, it's uh, they are. Um, I have donated stuff in the past, but I cannot because I'm not an American uh, citizen, and my corporation is not an American entity. I can't get any. I, res- I get no tax benefits from donating, mm-hmm. just a warm, fuzzy feeling uh, of getting a hoodie that was cut so weird it doesn't fit me at all, which was, uh, yeah, which was that a shame. Was, that I was, was really was kinda, good good stuff. <clears throat> I was kind of bummed out by that. I got I donated money to Ed's thing to, to get a hoodie, and the hoodies are made of like that same nice material mm-hmm. that the shirts are made of. It felt super comfy, but I don't know, uh, like the company – I mean, I know it's not the printer's – fault because they're just getting the you know the blank yeah clothing from somebody else but i don't know who i don't know who they designed those uh uh 3x hoodies to fit but um it's the only thing i can think of is that they're for they're for basketball players who have like wingspans that are like two thirds of what they're supposed to be because it was just not like the, or, or actually my, for basketball, must be for basketball players. It's the only thing I can think of. I had it reversed where their arms are like a third longer than they're supposed to be because I mm-hmm. wore it 
I, I shared Ed uh, pictures. I sent Ed uh, some pictures of me as a plus size model wearing the uh, hoodie. And, uh, and yeah, you could see how long the sleeves were. They were past the tips of my fingers and I'm not a small guy. My arms are no. pretty long. And so, and it just, it just fit so weird. It's clearly made for uh, tall, skinny people are the target demographic yeah. for that particular hoodie. It was just, just kind of weird. I'm kind of disappointed because yeah. I, I wanted a hoodie and there's like nothing we can really, uh, nothing we can really do about it. It's, it's- yeah. It's a bummer because my XL fits pretty good. Right. Yeah. I, I, now it fits a little more snug because normally with shirt size, I wear a large, but, right. uh, and the X, so I needed an XL. The large was too small, uh, on me for those hoodies. So I see them if it was just a little bit small, but it's weird to me that around the body it would be small and then it would be like you were Hawkman and it had huge, super long arms with yeah, feathers it's, it's, attached to it. Yeah, it just, it just kind of seemed like it was almost like a 2X hoodie with like 4X arms on it or something. It was just, just <laughs> yeah. size, size really, really, Weirdly, like the yeah. like the the mannequin that they cut it for was like you know weighed 160 pounds or something and had arms as long as the rest of their body. It was just yeah, it was really, like arms to their just, knees or something. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was just really really weird. Yeah, I I was really bummed about that. In fact, um, we are gonna try to address that by doing up a new order, which I we do not have the money for, which means I'll probably need to pay it out of my pocket. But. Um, at at PHP World, we want to have stuff to sell. So and we want, so what we're going to do is the we use Clockwise Tees for printing at Clockwise.io, and they have what you can do is you can put together any combination of blanks, including like hoodies or shirts or things like that, and those all count towards your total like cost savings right right so you get discounts at higher tiers of you know a larger order at a certain tier gets higher so it's any combination of the of the blanks and we are so like we're ordering some more like they're probably not going to be sort of as nice feeling but probably correct fitting hoodies at larger sizes like these Gildan sort of like standard athletic hoodies. Uh, we're going to get some of those and things like that because for folks who are, and, and say bigger than you, even, you know, you're a tall guy, uh, but you know, there's some big dudes who wanted some stuff and they were like asking for four X L and I, I, we don't have that. You know, you just can't, it's some, a lot of those blanks, like, or the, for the shirts, they just don't come in those sizes. So, uh, we're trying to accommodate folks, uh, you know, with a different blank that hopefully will be a better fit for them. Well, you know, if you find a different three X, yeah. um, let me know and I'll, oh, I'll just uh, give it to you. You don't have to give me, uh, I mean, I feel shitty about it. Um, I, with something like that, I would just give you that when I see you next, if I get it or I'll ship it to you when we get them. Um, <coughs> I'm, all right, man, yeah, we can, uh, we'll figure that we can, out. Yeah, we can work it out. Cause I'm happy to pay too. If it work becomes a it problem. Out. So, so yeah, I don't think, you know, it may be if you pay for shipping, I mean, which is surprisingly expensive for shit like that. Yeah, I can probably do that. Ship it in Canada is like just the shirts were like eight or $9 to ship to Canada. <clears> and the hoodies are like 15 bucks. To, to yeah, I know. I, when I, when I send, uh, when I send magic, cards to people and when i send elephants yeah. the woolly mammoth elephants to people 
Um, you know, they're always amazed at how much I have to pay to ship someone like, yeah, yeah. I can't just send a package for like two bucks to somebody with a Canada. No, it just, it, it just, it just doesn't work that way. And, and I don't know what it is sending stuff into the U S but out of the U S I is super expensive too. Well, yeah. And, I know they, and, they recently up, they re, I remember because some of the, like the magic finance people that I, that I follow on Twitter were right. uh, complaining about, uh, the rates for international postage, uh, got jacked up. Yeah, right. I I think that what you'll uh you'll find with uh for us too is that um I always have to put down that and probably if somebody from the Canadian Postal Service is listening to this, I'm gonna get in trouble. But I always put down the value for customs as zero because otherwise the people have to pay like a tariff on it. Yeah. And it's also not applied consistently either. Sometimes uh, like I've had this too, where I've ordered things and sometimes the thing just shows up. And then sometimes, uh, I, I get a notice that I got to go pick the thing up and I have to pay, uh, like just the, um, uh, the, uh, harmonized sales tax or goods and services tax right. on it. So sometimes I got to pay 6%. Sometimes I got to pay 14%. And then sometimes, and then sometimes it gets held up and like, I have to pay, uh, I have to pay the GST, which is like 6%. And then I have to pay some, some bullshit, uh, duty. And then I have to pay a handling fee because somebody printed out a piece of paper to give to the postal worker when, uh, to the, when they delivered my stuff. So yeah, that's, it's, right. that's a, that is a problem I have noticed with, international shipping that, uh, you know, uh, incoming customs. So customs and revenue Canada, they, they don't always apply the rules the same way all the time. And, uh, I've, I've told this story before and maybe you've heard me talk about it before, but I used to buy shoes from Zappos. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I got my first pair of, uh, softball cleats when I bought baseball cleats, when I started playing like uh, eight years ago or nine years ago, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. And, um, uh, and so I bought them from Zappos and then not too long after I bought them, um, you know, I got an email from them saying, yeah, we're shutting down our Canadian operation because lack of consistency in application of taxes and duties. Cause you know, oh. sometimes cause they said we'd send stuff, same pair of shoes yeah. to different people in Canada. Sometimes it go through. Sometimes the person would have to pay GST. Sometimes the person would have to pay duties. And sometimes Canada Customs would just return it back and say, and say, uh, insufficient documentation, even though it's like it's the same information on every single label. So they just stopped selling shoes in Canada, which was kind of a bummer. Well, that is a bummer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so. Yeah, it's a little frustrating, you know, because like if I put down the actual value of it in case like it gets lost for insurance purposes, right. um, I, I just ta- I just have to take the risk because otherwise I'm, I'm essentially charging the person who's receiving it. If it, I say, yeah. it's oh, this is worth seventy five dollars. Well, you know, then they have to pay stuff on it just to get that. And I, that's I'm not not a fan of that. So I don't. Um, thankfully, I don't think anything has gotten lost yet, and we've shipped uh, probably a hundred packages, hundred fifty packages. But uh, I mean, eventually, we are going to lose stuff. Anyway, we're getting a bunch of stuff printed up. Uh, so if you want to give us some donations, anyone, uh, go to osmihelp and dot org and click on the donate button, <laughs> and that would help us pay for these things uh, in advance, uh, and that'd be really cool. Uh, and you get tax deductible stuff on it. Or if your company would like to donate, we can do that too. And you can have your company save a little money uh, by doing that. Anyway, 
enough of me uh, babbling about that. Uh, you've got some important stuff coming up. I mean, not not magic stuff, but you've got a conference coming up. Uh, yes, the last ever True North PHP is coming up on the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of November. Uh, yeah, we have been doing a bunch of prep work. We got all our, um, got all our sponsors lined up. Um, we're waiting to hear back about the catering um, for our food selections. Speakers finalized. I'm going to send out an email um, early next week mm-hmm. to all the spe- to all the speakers um, to confirm uh, times when everyone's coming in, so we can arrange pickups from the airport uh, whenever we're able to do so. Otherwise, a cab ride from the airport it's not that it's not that bad a cab ride from the airport anyway. It's pretty close. Um, as long as it's not during rush hour, then all bets are off. Um, but yeah, the last ever, the last ever, uh, turn off PHP. And I'm going to, I'm going to be giving a, I'm going to be giving the closing talk. Uh, but I thought I actually would spend some time talking a bit about kind of my thoughts on this whole thing. Cause I've never really, never really talked about it more than otherwise in just kind of generalized terms. So I'm looking at my clock. I've got about maybe 25 minutes before we're going to wrap this thing up to try to keep it to an hour. Um, yeah, I can't stay here that long. You got like seven minutes. What? I got to pick my kid up. Oh, well, that's right. All right. So I'll try to keep this short. Okay. So we talk about being uh, results and process driven, as I alluded to earlier on. So uh, one of the things that came up when Pete and I were planning this event was there were certain things we wanted to do. We wanted to get a PHP conference going because there hadn't been one in the Toronto area for years and years and years. And we wanted to attract good speakers and my reputation and standing in the community helped us do that. Most of the speakers are people that I know that I've known for a number of years. And I'm also very, very <coughs> open to like uh, inviting new speakers to come in and get, letting people get their start and, and, and all that wonderful thing. Um, but I kept getting asked now, like, why is this the last one? Why are you stopping it? Well, I mean, it, it's like sometimes you set goals for yourself. Like I want to do this thing. And basically I've done it now. I did everything I wanted to do with this event. The event can't really get any bigger because we've seen the same number of people roughly come every single year, promoting it the same, like reaching out, trying to get more people to come. And just like the cap seems to be like, you know, 110 people and then another, uh, you know, 110 people and then like 20 speakers. Mm-hmm. So 130, uh, I think maybe one year we got up to almost 140, but it's kind of always been that range. So the scale compared to some other PHP events, it's pretty small. It's, you know, I'll be honest. I'm also kind of like bummed out because we're in the largest metropolitan area um, in Canada. There are hundreds of thousands of programmers working in this area Mm -hmm. and there's lots and lots of shops using PHP, but it's like, I don't know what the, like they're, they're conference blind. They're training blind. I don't know what the correct word is. Like we've had this event for five years. Why aren't more people coming? You know what I mean? Yeah. I look at it and, and look at it and go, well, you know what? Maybe it's just like this particular way of doing things isn't going to work. Someone else has offered to step up and run an event, but I've been very clear with them by saying it's not going to be like, we're not going to let you use the name and all that other stuff because true North was a thing that, Pete and I worked very hard on. Mm-hmm. And we have, and uh, I mean, I'll be honest, a, a lot of the conference stuff, it, it, to me, a lot of it is not a ton of work. There are a lot of things to do, but I have found doing most of the stuff to be very natural. Like doing a lot of the stuff came naturally to me. The organizing, making sure the speakers are taken care of, all that stuff. Pete does, done, Pete does a lot of stuff behind the scenes and then I'm the hype man up front, making sure the marketing and talking to people on Twitter and answering emails and all that stuff gets done, mm-hmm. right? 
but like maybe it's like just you know burnout's not the word it's just like uh, just i've done this enough times i just don't want to do it anymore you know it was too you know pete and i did most of the work and i know people have said that it's crazy that's just been two because i've seen some other conferences that have like you know like 10 20 people uh helping out and you know it's great that you get so many people to help out, but a few times we've had some volunteers and those volunteers have just been doing things just not the way I was happy with. Right. So, so in the end, it was just like, I felt like it was just Pete and then our other friend, Vic Metcalf, uh, who helped reboot the, um, uh, the, the Toronto PHP users group, like seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he helps us out too, but it's just been the three of us for five years doing it. And it's, I don't feel I'm not burnt out by it. By all means. I mean, if I had to, I guess I could do it again next year, but I just, I just don't want to. It's just, there's other things I, I, I want to go and do literally other things. I have other plans, other type of events I want to do. Um, it would be nice to have my, uh, November's back if I want to go do something. Cause they've been locked up for the last five years. Yeah. Um, can't go anywhere. Very difficult to commit to do anything that requires, uh, any kind of prep work conference talking. I know lots of people have asked me to come, um, and speak at, at events like towards the end of October, beginning of November. Right. And I've just had to turn them down. Cause I'm like, no, I got to do this conference thing. And, and then on top of it, you know, uh, my wife is always, always, despite me like complaining about things at times, always very supportive of me doing these things. And it's just time like, yeah, I just, maybe I'll just get my November's back. And uh, at some point I'm going to do something else, but I'm just not sure what it is. I have some ideas, um, you know, they might dovetail nicely uh, with wherever I end up moving uh, in like six to eight months. Who knows? Might do something different, retreat style. Who knows? Workshops. Who knows? Like just something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, Pete also has his own business that he's running and he's trying to branch out and get that to do other things. And it's just kind of like, yeah, man, we've done this uh, super high fives to each other. I'm really proud of all the people that came and, and that we were able to do this event. But it's like, some another group wants to step up and do something. I don't know if they're going to do it on the same weekend, right? But they kind of have their own ideas on what they want to do, and I've said to them, you know, I'm kind of happy to to provide some advice, but I'm I'm not I'm not running any more events like that anymore. It's just I I, I feel like it's better to go out while it's still good than um, linger and have the thing just get crappier and crappier as um, as my interest level in it um, diminishes. Yeah, sure. I think that. Uh I think that's understandable and stuff that you would, you know, want to check out. Um, I think that I just realized that I sent an email from the wrong email address and wondered why these people. That's weird. Anyway, um, it reminds me a little bit of, you know, I was on the school board for three years and then I decided that this is not something I could keep doing and I wanted to do other stuff. So I did other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought I would. I mean, I know we only got a couple minutes left. I, I know. Uh, I thought at first I was going to feel like guilty mm-hmm. uh, about it, but I, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I really don't. It's not. Not even. It's like not. Not even a sense of relief. It's just like, well, I've done this, and now it's time to go on and tackle a different, a different type of challenge. And you know, uh, I really enjoy the conferences thing. I haven't done as. Uh, I mean, I've traveled a lot this year, but a lot of it's been for work as well. Yeah. Um, you know, so I've been away quite a bit, uh, didn't go to as many conferences as, as I normally did. Uh, next year, 
likely to almost no conference, just one like in January, February, and probably nothing until the fall. Mm-hmm. So, cause I'm, cause I'm moving and just other shit I want to do. It's just, uh, I thought I would like kind of feel bad or, or kind of miss it. And, um, I, I don't think I'm going to miss it. I'm not, I, I don't think like when May rolls around, I'm going to be thinking, Oh man, I got to get the website for two North. I was like, no, 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 that's can close the books on, uh, close the books on that thing. And we can, I uh, can move on and, and, and try to do something else and try to do something different and always keep keep pushing those skills into different areas to see if, if I can get crap done the way that I want it to get done. That's always the issue. Yeah. Can I get things done? Can I get things done the way that I want them to get done? Well, yeah, you want to do a quality job and feel good about it. And so, yeah, I uh, and I, I don't know. I think it's been a great event. And I am looking forward to what you end up doing, you know, after that. And, uh, you know, hopefully they'll do a cool event, too, so I can come back to Toronto uh, that, you know, they like let me go to. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, they seem the, this group seems very enthusiastic and I don't, I don't know. We have to talk to them to see if they want to say something, um, at the end. If you see uh, something, say something. Yeah. If you see something, see if they want to talk a bit about their plans. I got to email them and to make sure they're coming to the event and everything else. So, yeah. um, just to give them a chance if they're talking about, they want to do something next year to give them a, a forum at the very end there. But, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a good run. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with what I, I did with it. Um, but like, you know, I just feel like it's like I I feel like I can't do anything else with this that I've I've exhausted my own uh, I've reached the limits of my own ability for this style of event to build it the way that I want it to be and it's just it's never going to be the big monstrosity that um, I initially imagined just it's never going to get there so it's better to just like okay I've done this I got the basics down pat on how to run one of these things and then instead concentrate on going to do a totally different event some probably 2018 I'll do something because I'll have all my shit together by then. So we should be good. Word. We'll do grumpy con in uh, 2018. Yeah. Grumpy con that. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited about grumpy con. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Grumpy yeah. It should be con. good. All right. So I think, is this a good spot for you to, uh, to cut it off? Yeah. My kid good? is probably, he's outside at the school. Uh, to go get G money. He's tell, blame, it on, blame it on your stupid Canadian friends. He's so, locked out of the school. Yeah, well, not able to do there. Yeah. I already so told some, him. Sometimes, suck it. Sometimes, sometimes good things happen to bad people. Ed. So, uh, <laughs> so this has been episode number 84 of the development hell podcast. Just 16 more of these and we can get to 100. Hopefully fingers crossed. We can get to 100 sometime next year. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, that'd be my goal. Maybe for Christmas next year, we get to episode. Oh God, I hope so. Well, I mean, if we can keep doing two a month, uh, well, if we keep doing two a month, then we might even make it to the summer because that's like seven months. Yeah, right. So uh, thanks very much to uh, – I'm going to do the sponsors real quick here because I haven't done them in, I don't know, probably at least 50 episodes. Go for it, bro. Uh, thanks so much to Paul Reinheimer, uh, Gemma, Annabelle. Is it Annabelle? An- yes, an- it's an- – yes. Annabelle? An- Annabelle? I'm so- Gemma, I'm so sorry for butchering your last name. Gar- I'm so Gar- sorry. Gar- Sorry, Gemma. Gemma, uh, Will Roberts, and then I do know they have someone else who does all the front-end work because Paul tweeted that they're moving all their stuff to React, a lot of their um, front-end stuff. React. So Paul so Paul very uh, correctly uh, determined that they needed to hire a front-end person. So uh, congratulations. We'll find out that person's name for the next time, for next episode that we do. Right. So as always, Paul, thank you for your support uh, with the show and providing the bandwidth for um, whenever we fire up the live stream. 
And as always, please uh, visit my website at grumpy-learning.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, help a grumpy programmer teach you to be a better tester. You can find books um, and videos. And pretty soon I'll be putting up links to some training courses I'm going to run online sometime in December. I think I'm going to do something just before Christmas. Uh, a couple a couple Fridays in December, I'll be doing online training. Small class of six to seven people, three to four hours out of your day. Small class one-on-one instruction from me. I will get you uh, to be a better tester in no time. God damn it. Tell G to stop texting you while we're in the middle Sorry. of the Sorry. God damn it. Your son needs to learn some netiquette. Some goddamn manners. So you can find every single episode they've ever done up on the website at devhell.info. Uh, there's always a snappy title that, that usually I come up with, though Ed always... Uh, does good ones as well. Comes up with a with a, a funny graphic associated. I really like the Sasquatch talking on the phone for the last one. Good job, Ed. Thanks, man. Um, and so also you can find our podcast on iTunes. If you do listen to it on iTunes, please rate the podcast to let us know that we're still delivering the same high-quality comedy podcast that we always do. Um, you can find us on Twitter at dev underscore hell. I got an email today because, of course, I get the emails from the dev hell stuff on Twitter oh, with yeah. some new Twitter analytics thing, uh, which I found kind oh, of yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if it's to the page and stuff. I guess they're just trying to entice us to see if it's uh, worth paying for. Um, so it's kind of interesting. But yeah, you can find us You can find us on Twitter at dev underscore hell. You can find me on Twitter as a grumpy programmer without the U. You can find Ed on Twitter as Funkatron with the U. Thanks, very much. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you all soon. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet.